Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to the Cigar Tipsters Podcast. This is the Cigar Tipsters Podcast. You you watch wrestling and you you promote guns and you smoke cigars and any number of imbibements. I'm guessing you're the are you the the, the bourbon type. I am basically everything that the hardcore left in this country hates. <laughs> Good. What the Ken, are you the Ken Ball? Is that? <laughs> Oh, that would just make where everybody hates. Oh, no, I was going to say that's, you know, that could be the one thing that could be really and truly the one thing that brings this country together. Put, A unified hatred, man. You know what? You know what? Fuck Trump. Yeah. Fuck Mike Pence. Fuck. Yep. Joe Biden. Uh, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Pocahontas, whatever her name is. Don't know her name either. Yeah. No. She's that bitch that apparently lies a lot. But I mean, that's what they all. Yeah. Do, so I mean, that's what they all do. Up. Politicians, terrible. But put Ken Ball in there, and then yeah. the leftist and the rightist. We, by God, they will come together. The rightist, and they will. We can gather. all get behind that. I, first of all, <laughs> I'm I'm like George Bush. I'll make up fucking words if I want to. I don't care. Okay, okay. Cool. Second of all, we would all yeah. come together and smite him. I, I it, it would be well smite and then smote. He will be sm- smoted. Is that the right word? We can whatever. Long story short, yeah. Now that I know what the answer is, we just have to get the word out. That's exactly right. Stop. Focus your attention on hating this man. Believe it or not, uh, this is the Cigar Tipsters podcast. I am uh, setting in what was Alan's house, now Marley's house, uh, yeah. chilling out while I think they're downstairs doing. I don't really know what they're doing. It's been quiet down there. I should probably check on them. Are you on the balcony? No, I'm uh, I'm in the bedroom. Oh, the bedroom. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not really the same without him. I was thinking about that a few days ago. It's, it's kind of it sucks. Yeah, it really it, sucks. Uh, still, still yeah. a rough one for sure. Yeah. And uh, I actually got here last night, but I didn't come to Marley's until today. I took a a night to myself. Grabbed a hotel in downtown Atlanta, which is a fun story about downtown Atlanta middle of the night pouring down fucking rain okay. and these motherfuckers are still doing 95 on the interstate like you got to do at least 80 or you're gonna die what i don't understand that like if you're, if you're in that much of a hurry go to the hospital yeah. but whatever yeah I've, I've been in downtown atlanta and it was uh is uh, you're on peach tree street or avenue or road everything down there's peach tree yes <laughs> the one thing i remember um, peach tree everything peach tree street is the big one because that's got like the varsity and a bunch of hotels and all that crap yeah but normally i would be asking you what the hell's grinding your gears but if i got tonight it's my fucking turn it's gonna be your turn because i actually don't have anything right now so if you want to take the mic you can take it away tell us what's on what's on your mind all right so i came to atlanta for several reasons one of those uh, being that it's one of the few places in this country that has a rocky patel burn lounge never been in one a little bit curious, so I figured, fuck it, I'll go. <clears throat> so it's at uh, 
Trustmark Park, which is where the new Mercedes-Benz Stadium is and all that crap. It's very hoity-toity, fancy pants. Okay. Which is this in your Buckhead? Uh, opposite side of town. Okay. Yeah. It's on Interstate 75, Buckhead's 85. Oh, okay. But I started doing a little research on the old burn lounge uh, while I was sitting at the hotel. Yeah. And if you are a gentleman, you have to have business casual attire and a sport coat. A I, sport coat's required. It is. Says it on the website. I called to confirm. It is true. <laughs> okay. I'm on fucking vacation. Yeah. You don't number have a, one, a suit with you. No, well, number one, I don't have a suit with me. Number two, I only have a pair of tennis shoes with me because why the fuck would I bring more than one pair of shoes? You know, when I have nothing planned That's outside true. of ordinary stuff. Okay. But here I am sitting there. And admittedly, at the time I was in shorts and a hoodie, slightly sloppish, but okay. my shorts and hoodie money should be as good as your fucking suit money or your sport coat money or your, you know. Ideally, yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying. I understand. And what really brought me, you know what? I have been in Buckhead, as you mentioned, there is a Davidoff store and a Davidoff lounge. I went in there exactly like I'm dressed right now. Nobody gave two shits. Really? I went in there. I mean, don't honestly, wrong, that sounds, honestly, it sounds backwards to me. It sounds like it'd be it the really other is. way around. And that's part of the problem I have with it. It's like if I, I expect to hear shit like that from a down-off store, I don't expect to hear that from Rocky Patel. No, that, um, he's more, he would be more lackadaisical and about that approach, but it seems like he has a stricter dress code than Davidoff, which is sound is unusual. Yeah. I mean, I could understand going into a store where your cheapest cigar is $15 on a good day. Yeah. And saying, yeah, you got to dress a little nice. And, and the other thing is this place is open from noon to two in the morning. Who the fuck wants to be dressed like that at two in the morning? So they're open till two and you have to go in there wearing slacks, dress shoes and a sport coat. Yeah, exactly. It's ludicrous. Um, I, for one, very, I don't even have to dress like that at work, number one. No. So, but, so I damn sure ain't going to dress up special just to go to the burn lounge. Yeah. So that is my rant. Number one, Rocky, know your place. Get a, more, get a dress That's... code that fits you a little bit more, friend. Well, maybe yeah. maybe he should get everywhere like the general open area. People can come dress however they want. I mean, and maybe if you want a VIP or rent, you know, I don't know, you could split it or something. But I mean, it sounds like it sounds like it'd be attractive to only locals. Even if you want like, to do it on an hour basis, noon to six, come how you want. After six, dress nice. Whatever, that's fine. That's but fine. To me, you're alienating a sizable amount of crowd by saying, "Okay, you got to come in here in a sport coat," because I ain't gonna fucking do it. Well, so in my that. concern is, I mean, it, it, it sounds like he's still doing, I mean, I've seen he's opening up, he's, I think this is his third or fourth lounge, and these are not like cheap lounges. These are very open, ornate uh, lounges that he's got. So he, there must be some sizable clientele. To go. Plus, in Atlanta, there's no shortage of rich people. No, not at all. And, and maybe, I haven't checked the other burn lounges, but maybe it's just this one. I don't know. But to me, there are over, oh God, this is a two-year-old number, 
but there are over 90 cigar shops in the metro Atlanta area. 90. So why would you, as Rocky Patel, want to say, okay, I'm going to alienate a chunk of crowd that might come here? Well, to, to shut that down for a second is what grinds my gears. I've always wanted to say that. Normally you get to say that, but this time it was <laughs> yeah, hey, fuck it. you definitely get to say it. And I think that is a valid rant. Um, it's so I, I'm, I hear your rant. That makes perfect sense to me. And then I it is it's successful, though, like it, it's growing. He's not shutting down. He's opening up more and more stuff. So how does that work? Like he's alien. So in other words, basically, he's cornering the market is what you think. Like these are now my customers because only the rich folks, it filters out the, you know, poor bastard like you and me. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. You know, this it's is just pious. my opinion, my poor, sorry ass opinion <laughs> uh, on the matter. And I'm sure Rocky would wipe his ass with what I think. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I think maybe he's cornering a niche market. Um, I don't know. It's a weird scenario to me because I, I do get what you're saying, though. Yeah, it, uh, you that, know, that would grind my gears be, too. Yeah, there are going to be a lot of people in Atlanta. They're going to be in suits. They're going to be in sport coats, and they're just going to drop by and do their thing and leave. But like you said, travelers who travels with that shit, unless you're a business traveler, which I am not. Well, I think I really think he's basically saying you're not invited to the cool kids' table. And you and everyone of your quote-unquote kind, your blue-collar kind, are not involved. Well, unless you're the CEO or CFO or whatever. So, uh, I don't know. Like, You know, for 33 fucking years, 33 years, I've been trying to get yeah. at that fucking cool kid's table. <laughs> the one time you, you can... Okay, now I'm in the cool kid's table because the, the, the cigar market is a niche market in and of itself. And now there's a niche of a niche it's the niche squared so it's like you will never be in the inner circle you will always be just outside the inner circle <laughs> and it drives you fucking mad <laughs> that brings me to interesting story number two i'm sitting at arby's today eating okay. a roast beef sandwich without the bread because i'm low carbing it because life sucks and then you die <laughs> Wow, that went morbid quick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, long story short, I'm sitting at Arby's and I think to myself, well, you know, I didn't get to go to the burn lounge. I need to find a couple of cigars. Let me pull up trusty, always got your back Google Maps and let's find a place. And I Google cigar shop. Lo and behold, half mile to my left, cigar shop. So I get in the car and I drive up to this, to this place and it's called this, that, and the other. Yeah. Yeah, you showed me that photo. I don't <laughs> completely understand it, but so it is a very, very unique establishment, very nondescript from the front of the building. Uh, if you break down the this, the that, and the other, the this I guess would be cigars, the that would be your uh, vaping and your various weed paraphernalia, and the other, kind of like the Beyond and Bed Bath and Beyond, yeah, not the other is a sex shop. And there's no, and I mean no, warning about this until you walk through the door and you're staring at a wall of dildos. And you're thinking, okay. where did I, and this is a, this is a point where I, as a 33 year old, I sat there and I think to myself, where did I go wrong? Where did, 
<laughs> I made a sharp left turn somewhere, and I don't remember where. <laughs> oh, I said, the, the, the lovely 70-something-year-old um, proprietor of this establishment, he said, oh, welcome to the store. What can I do for you? And I said, I said explain I yourself. I, I said, I think I've made a, a very grievous error. I, I thought there were cigars here. And he said, oh, they are. They're right here behind this wall of dildos. What the hell? What kind of fucking shop is this? <laughs> I'm still wondering myself. So he says, come right over here. The door to the humidor right here. I said, go in, browse, find what you want. And I open the door and I go in there. And you know what? I got to give the fucker credit. Why? Super clean. Very well stocked. Prices were fair. Humidity was just right. Very, very lovely humidor. Really? In the middle of a bunch of dildos and pocket pussies. <laughs> well, you know what they say. If you, I don't know what they say in this scenario. There's, there's no, there's no sentence structure designed for this scenario that you can write it off on. It's, this, these are two worlds that don't blend. <laughs> so, if and and we'll, we'll speak a little more here in a minute on worlds that don't necessarily blend. But if you're ever in Woodstock, Georgia, on Highway yeah. 92, the main thoroughfare. Um, look to your left. If you see this, that, and the other, maybe you want to drop in. Maybe you need a sex swing. Maybe you need a four-pack of, uh, you know, Rocky Patels. I don't know. They could have called it something else. They could have called it Fifty Shades of Gray Ash. That is fucking fantastic. Isn't that, isn't that great that I just came up with that? It's Fifty Shades of Gray Ash. I think that's a, that's a cool name. Because this, that, and the other doesn't explain anything. Yeah, but I'm going to go over there finish? tomorrow and suggest a name change. I think that would, yeah, that would make your life because even more confusing. This, this, <laughs> no. and, and when I got done and I got in the car, there was one sign that said novelty. But that still doesn't explain, explain what you're really about to experience. No. And, you know, live your life whatever you, however you want. I don't give a shit. Very unique establishment. Stop by if you're there. Tell them we sent you. Yeah. Not that he would know who the hell we are, but yeah, that doesn't matter. But just like, brother, change your name to Fitch Shades Gray Ash. Have a good afternoon. <laughs> just like pop your head and say it, and then get the hell out. <gasps> yeah, and try not to breathe while you're in there because you might get the the cootie. I can't. It's just you're attracting two very different, arguably two different markets. And I don't, I don't know if I want my herpes next to my Dominicans. You know, I don't know if I want those two kind of near each other, you know, it's just, I, I don't know. I, it just seems very, so what, so you're saying it wasn't set up like a little desktop humidor thing you see in a convenience store, like just sort of like there. That, that he's never changed the humidifier in, in 10, 10 years. This no, is a, no. a legitimate humidor. Yeah, I mean, they, they, it was not a smoke shop, I mean, in terms of being able to smoke in there, but it was a full-blown walk-in humidor that, you know, many stores out there would probably kill to have. So, yeah. I, oh, I see a picture of it. You're all, huh. That's actually I mean, pretty... <laughs> like I said, the prices were decent. Wow. So fuck it. These are, this is a full-fledged humidor. This is like, this is on the level. This is not a... Did you Google it? Okay, now now I'm looking at photos of people. I see Zippo lighters. That's bound to happen. 
Yeah, I mean, and it, then there's vaping products. There's um, you is literally trying to be like everything. Bongs and weed grinders and all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, my God, he's got everything here. Various forms of lubrication. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it's I a pawn shop. Honestly, I recommend mayonnaise. You know, I don't, I don't oh my God. <laughs> Oh Jesus. <laughs> I use used car oil. That's what I. <laughs> well, it does have a nice viscosity to it. It says hippies use back door. I don't understand that. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. I. <laughs> okay. I. Hmm. That's very unusual. Yeah, it is. Anyway, um, the things that you stumble upon when you leave your originally appointed route. Uh, yeah, I get okay. I've seen the the outside of that shelf looks really like oh we have cigars. I'm like I don't know if I trust the rest of you. <laughs> yeah, it's, okay, it's, it's weirdly nondescript but very neon based. So you have to go in there wearing those horse blinders, you know, like the, the covered the sides. You you just zone in straight for the cigars, get your stuff, and get the hell out. <laughs> you know no. what they don't have? Respect. A motherfucking dress code. No. I, no. I, I could have came in there wearing assless chaps and that motherfucker would have still sold me cigars. Well, if there's foul, phallic-shaped objects on the wall, I don't think your dress code is... I, I, <laughs> just I, His presentation it doesn't, it doesn't care. What you so take that off like. tell. Yeah. If you really want to take it, there's things there that you can take. I don't want to do that. I can't do that. That's not right. It's against that ain't Christian. That's not right. God Almighty. I'm sitting here, you know, if, if Alan could hear the show that we were recording inside his house. Speaking of pulling out, that leads us to our next article. Uh, major cigar companies pull out of the PCA trade show. Now I have oh, a very short yeah, I have a, a very short opinion on this, and I want you to tell me your short opinion so we can move on. Do it. I can see you. I can see you clicking on the uh, on the document. Yeah, I can see. yeah. I'm reading. I'm reading about it, and it's we're, so we're very big companies: Altadas, General, Drew Estate, and Davidoff. It's massive. Now, Lido in this in this article on Cigar Fishing Out, it says Lido isn't sure. He actually does later on in a different article that I found. He is going to be at the show. Fine. Um, I haven't been to a cigar. I, I haven't been to a cigar trade show. Not like this one. Um, but yeah, the fact that Altadas in general won't be there and they're major. Are, are they doing this out of a protest or is this... No, no, when, I, when you read it, it says that it's just not as profitable for them. But Well, and there's that one line in there about wanting to see uh, changes in the structure of this trade show. So yes, I do think that this is... Call it a protest, call it a fuck you, call it whatever you want to call it. But I think they are looking to get something out of this. It says our sole motivation is to seek pathways that are more valuable for the entire premium cigar industry, says Drew Estate. Um, hmm. Now, personally, and Rocky is one of the few that's come out and straight up said, yeah, we're going to be there 100%. Yeah. yeah. To me, if, if, any of these were my company. If I have an opportunity to get my cigar in front of retailers, I don't see why I wouldn't take that opportunity. I don't know. So, I mean, according to 
what they're saying is the fact that what they pay to get that space and be there, they're not getting that money back. So it's like they're 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 losing money by doing that. They'd actually save money by it's almost like they're popular enough. And if just going to, if not going to, they're still going to make money. So what's the point of investing? I think they should do it out of respect. Even, hell, even if you lose money, I think just to support, you're, you're, we need the support of the industry. So even if it costs you a little money, it, you need to, you need to stand behind the industry. You know, they always claim. How, how much could they really lose? Compared to what they make? It's nothing. Yeah, it's I pennies mean, in the bucket. I mean, they're, they're lighting hundred dollar bills to smoke their cigars. I mean, be real. You're telling me general cigar doesn't have the pocketbooks deep enough to rent some space. If they didn't make a dollar from doing it and they donated that money to fucking shit, to, if they threw it in a fire, it would, they wouldn't notice the difference compared to what they actually make. So for them to say, Oh, it's not profitable. Like how much more fucking your multi-billion dollar conglomerates, how much more fucking profit could you possibly need? that you can't spend some money and show up and say, okay, well, even if we don't make that much money out of it, um, we are here to support the rest of the industry. But to say, oh, I'm just not making enough money. I'm not going to go do it. That's a real bitchy move for these yeah. large companies. I'm sorry. It just, it's a real bitch move. It's like, oh, I wasn't, you know, I'm, it's not, I'm not making dollar one out of it. I'm just not going. I'm like, you are, uh, you're billions and billions of dollars. You can afford to go if you lose money. You should do it out of respect for everyone else who's paying money and could also, and it was probably going to lose money. Not all of them are going to make money, but there's a lot of them that go and lose money every year and they go every year because it's the right thing to do because yeah. the industry is got enough problems as it is without you saying, Oh, I don't want to do it. And you've Fuck got you. smaller companies that absolutely thrive on these shows. Yeah. It's yeah. Enough for them in some cases. So it's, and I've, thought this for a long time and I've, I've gotten pushed back on it before but I, I think in a lot of ways your big companies your generals your drews your rockies and gurkhas and whatever yeah. uh, i think they have a, a kind of a dog with a bone axe to grind thing against these smaller companies if they can find ways to fuck them they're going to fuck them we don't need cannibalization Oh, we, that's the don't. last thing we don't. And you know, and I don't, not for nothing, but these big companies didn't just start off in multi-billion dollar conglomerates. They had to start small too. And to just weed out and to try to kick out the little guys so that you can have an extra five cents in your $60 billion portfolio. Yeah, fuck you. You know, what's wrong with helping someone else try to be successful? Drew Estate started with a little kiosk in the mall in the bottom of the World Trade Center selling cigars for, I don't know, five bucks a pop. And now he's this big giant company. He's like, I'm not going to be at this trade show. Well, the fuck, how can you say that? I, it's not about the money. You've got money. You do it to support those who are trying to make it on their own too. Like that article that I sent you with the guy who's trying to make South African cigars. That cigar is probably shit and way overpriced, but the guy's trying and people are buying it yeah. because he's starting small. Now he could grow to be as big as Rocky Patel down in South Africa. He could be the Rocky Patel South Africa for all I know. But he will never know if he gets stifled out by these ma massive, you know, if Walmart's trying to kick out every little corner fruit stand. That's bullshit, you know? Yeah. And, you know, with the FDA, we got enough shit to worry about without going yeah. after each other. Cannibalizing our own. What the hell, man? That's, uh, don't ask me why this popped this into my brain, but you were talking about the South, Af South African cigar. 
Yeah. Um, the Villiger is making a uh, one that I'm interested in trying that's coming out soon. That's going to be a Brazilian Puro. Uh, I saw that. I I'm was going to send you, but I saw that. Yeah, I'm not sure there's two. Well, I couldn't off the top of my head name another Brazilian Puro. I mean, there's definitely Brazilian tobacco out there. Uh, the Vicarious Black is Brazilian Arapiaca is the wrapper. And God knows I probably butchered that, but you can. You did. My, you really uh, did. You are terrible at that. My tenth and eleventh grade Spanish teacher, who was a bitch anyway. Okay. But I'm really interested to try that one when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, get a little taste of Brazil, but we'll okay. see what happens with that. But moving on, uh, and this goes back to blending worlds, like we were talking about earlier. But yeah, and. The mayor of Chicago, under her new plan, weed smoking would be okay in cigar shops, hookah lounges, and elsewhere. And while I have nothing against weed, uh, I'm not sure I want it in my cigar shop. Those, in my opinion, are two things that should be somewhat separate. You know, I'm not against either one. No. I don't want to smell weed when I'm smoking cigars. And the weed smell will get it. It, being a very strong smell will carry over to, if there's cigars anywhere near it, it will, it will carry over. You can smell it for miles. Um, we are trying so hard and it's not, it's kind of a misconception. We're, we don't want to cigar industry. Isn't just trying to be separate because we're better than everyone. It's because we're trying to sep- We're trying to kind of untangle ourselves from the FDA's, uh, Velcro ball of shit. And, and we have to slowly undo one knot at a time, unravel this a little at a time so that we can say, hey, cigars are on this side of the table and weed vaping hookah is on that side. If you want to regulate that in a different fashion, but cigars are different. We don't inhale cigar smoke. It's you blah, blah, blah. Now, the one thing, the one time we we're actually trying to separate out, that's saying, oh, it's all mixed together. Everybody can smoke anything they want at any time in the same shop. It's kind of, ruining the whole campaign of saying we're different because now all the FTA says, ha, you see, everybody smokes. It's all the same. We should regulate everything. You're giving them a reason to blanket regulations because we're we're behaving like, like one unit. We shouldn't do that. If if we're going to say we're separate and not be regulated, then be so it happened last time at the other trade show, which one where, uh, um, you know, there was like, I think Lito Gomez and uh, Ernesto Perez Correa and all those other major brands were there. And they were also selling Cretec International shit and those vaping shit, hookah shit. And I'm like, the, why are you, why? Is, is, is Rocky Patel, which I, I don't know, I don't think it's still there, but at one point he did offer vape juice on his website. It's not there anymore, but he did at one point, I remember. Yeah, he definitely did. Um, he did. He had a and, line of it. I, I don't know if he got some blowback on that, but it, kind of disappeared completely well if, if we're going to do shit like this and say weed and cigars and everything's all the same and hookah's all the same then we might as well just hang up our hat and let the fda just have their unbiased way with us because uh, yeah, at that point we're, we're acting done. the same we're done because we we are telling them yeah we're all the same well then the hell with it i was in the hell with uh, us trying. what day was it i think it was tuesday might have been Wednesday. I don't remember. Tuesday or Wednesday, I was at the movies and somebody had one of those THC uh, vape pens. Yeah. And literally that whole fucking theater smelled like weed. Yeah. From two people it, sitting there hitting that thing. It just 
two hits and yeah and it fills up and you can't unsmell that it, it oh, is no. going to be on the air and that's the end of it and if you want to do that that's fine no one's going to judge you for smoking the weed pen or, or weed flower or whatever but selling them side by side it, it, in other words associating yourself in that crowd for lack of a better description says that you're now part of that and if you're going to do that then when when we go to the fda hey can you not regulate us because we're different that's like backstabbing your friends now you ha- you're good enough to hang out smoke with them but you don't want to be regulated the same as them well make up your fucking mind you can't have it both ways and i know the mayor is saying would be okay in chicago cigar shops hookah lounges we shouldn't even if it's allowed this is one of those weird areas where we have a freedom to do something but we shouldn't do it out of respect of the industry, in my opinion. Yeah. I agree. It, it, needs, it needs to stay separate. We are trying our hardest to prove that we are a niche product, that we are not all Has anyone seen things. what Rocky said on the news and also, you know, what Half Wheel says and everybody's like, we're different. We, you know, we have all these statistics that show we're different. Well, then we need to fucking yeah, be we need- different. We need to be that niche product that is not yeah. marketed to children, that is an adult-only type of deal. Yeah. Because if we can't prove that, then they're just going to ram it all down our throat. Yeah. They're, say- they're, tra- they're trying to treat us all the same. We're saying, well, we're not the same. And then like, oh, we all hang out the same. Well, then shut the fuck up. <laughs> when the FDA says, hey, it's going to cost you millions of dollars to regulate your shit, even though we don't know how to do it, then shut up. There's then just don't bother. Otherwise, be separate. I kind of like, if you have the privacy of your own home, you want to smoke different things, nobody gives a shit. You do what you want in your house. Whatever you want. But in a public setting where you're representing with a cigar, our industry, if you're going to represent the cigar industry and be part of that culture, then be part of it. But don't like retail next to it. And I just, I, I, I think they should be separated. They're different products for different purposes and, you know, um, you're welcome to enjoy both, but they shouldn't be in the same room, I think. Because it's, as far as, as, far as not keeping the FDA Sauron's eye on us, that's the problem. There are people out there that are trying to find any, any, any reason to shut the cigar industry down for some reason. And this is just giving them, I think, another excuse. And I don't think that's fair. Because we're all trying hard not to fuck this up. And so, you know, I think that's kind of shooting us in the foot. Definitely. So, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it's, I'm on vacation. Rocky's yeah. made me mad. I'm on, I'm always, I'm always fucking rants here. <laughs> uh, so I'm I want to say just a little bit. Show. Um, let's, let's talk about some positive. Um, so I just ordered, yeah. So I just ordered, um, my first five pack of Durango pipe tobacco cigar. And that's right. I, 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 I seriously can't wait to try these things. I, so, so it comes in like a sealed pouch. And so I took a photo and posted on Facebook of what it looks like. And it was really cool. Cause the first thing I saw was this little handwritten note. It wasn't typed. It was somebody hand wrote it. And it says, you know, we ran out of uh, matches. Take this steel cutter instead. Hope you enjoy. And I thought, that is really cool. So they gave me a steel guillotine, double guillotine cutter because they didn't have matches. Rather than just saying, oh, we don't have any more, send it anyway. They decided to put something in there. And that's really cool. So I've been, I've been on their website kind of reading about it. And 
Um, I'm just going to read a little excerpt of what they wrote, like basically what the product is. It tells it tells like how where it comes from. So they source and blend their pipe tobaccos and then ship them off to the Dominican Republic. The blends are then placed in a small individual rolling room, so this so they don't do cross contamination. These cigars are then rolled with long filler premium uh, leaves, and then kept in separate rooms until they're packed up and shipped back to the U.S. They arrive in Miami. They're uh, stored in large separate containers, and then they stay in Miami anywhere from six months to three years. They then send them on to St. Louis to finish the aging process with herbs, spices, tea leaves, and liquor in smaller humidors. I'm just reading what they have here. The process takes another three to six months, and then only then are they shipped out to their customers. So they estimate an average Durango cigar travels around 2,500 miles over at least five years before it gets to the customer's hands. That's Damn. fucking cool. That is really fucking cool. Um, so the cigar that I chose, um, just because I think it's supposed to be like more full flavored, it's called the English Porterhouse. And uh, so I've got a five pack and uh, Mark, I'm going to send you uh, a couple of them and a, and a few other cigars as well. But um, it's got, it has 2011 written on it, which I think is when it was start, like when the cigar started, I have to read about what, it, what the little card says, but um, it's, it's a blend of uh, Latakia pipe tobacco. It's spiced with Oriental leaf. And then it mellows with stoved Virginia and aged with rosemary and Highlands single malt scotch. If you go to the website, you can see a picture of the cigar and then there's samples of the ingredients around it. So it's a piece of, you know, sprig of rosemary, uh, the Virginia and some Latakia. And the, so it's really, it's, it's a really well-designed website. Actually, I kind of like it. And um, I am looking forward to trying because I've, I've been reading about it. And we've talked about it, Mark, several times. And I'm, we're gonna do it. We're gonna we're gonna try. Now I want to ask you something. Do you want me to age it here for a while, and then send it, or just send it, and then we can just enjoy the mezcal because they they have a humid pouch with them. Yeah, just go ahead and shoot them down. Shoot them down, man. I'm looking forward to trying this. I've never had anything like this before. Yeah, I, I, it's not that often that I get like super excited to try a cigar these days. So. <laughs> You know, it's got to be something fairly different when, when you got that feeling again. I wrote an article about this um, on one of my blogs before, and I just, I like pipes. I like smoking pipe. I like pipe tobacco. And then I also like cigars. And uh, I've never tried, but I, I, people like the aromatics of pipe tobacco. And I think that's what it kind of, it's not really, so if you put the cigar to your nose today, it's not like that kind of, uh, you know, like the Java that you have. It's not that aromatic. Um, but it's, you can smell there's a little bit something in there. It's, 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 it's a little different, but it's not overpowering. So I think, uh, I think this is going to be good. I'm going to, I'm going to pair this with, um, uh, probably that, it's the bourbon that, uh, that I got Knob Creek. A friend of mine got for me as a gift. And so I think that's going to pair well. Anyway, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be good. Yeah. That uh, I think that'll that wrap us up for tonight. We definitely appreciate you guys joining us. Yeah, uh, of course, cigartipsters.com, cigartipsters on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's just at cigartipsters on all of them. 
Yeah, and go to our contact page. If any of you out there listening have any questions or concerns or just want to know some knowledge or something, drop us a line. See what you think. We'll, we'll, it might even have you on the show. Uh, we want to hear what you guys think of out there. Our opinions aren't the only ones that necessarily matter. But you know, if you have something to say, say it. Hit the contacts, contact us page on the website, DM us on mm-hmm. Twitter. Uh, one way or the other, we'll get it. Yeah. But that um, he's been, I'm Mark. Uh, this mm-hmm. is the Cigar Tips Podcast. And you guys have a good night. Have a good night, guys. Or whatever time of day you might be listening to this. Sure. <laughs> yeah. This is the Cigar Tipsters Podcast. <laughs>